ان الحمد لله حمدا يليق بجلال وجهه وعظيم سلطانه اللهم لك الحمد حتى ترضى ولك الحمد اذا رضيت ولك الحمد بعد الرضا ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا وقره اعيننا ونور قلوبنا محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم صل وسلم وبارك وكرم على عبدك المصطفى سيدنا محمد وعلى اله الاطهار واصحابه الاخيار ومن تبعهم باحسان وهدى الى يوم الدين وعلينا معهم وفيهم برحمتك يا ارحم الراحمين اما بعد فيا عباد الله اني اوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله لا اله الا الله واعلم ان خير الدنيا والاخره في تقوى الله وطاعته وان شر الدنيا والاخره في معصيه الله ومخالفته وان الساعه اتيه لا ريب فيها وان الله يبعث من في القبور all praise belongs to allah the blessed and exalted the giver of peace the acceptor of prayers the protector, the all-knowing, the all-wise, subhanahu wa ta'ala. We bear witness that there is nothing worthy of worship and that there is no deity other than Allah, the Lord of the heavens and the earth and the creator of everything in existence. We bear witness that there is no God save Him and we bear witness that our noble and beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam is the finality of prophets and messengers and the seal who came with the glorious Qur'an and guided us so that we may be people who leave from the constriction and exit from the constriction of the dunya into the expansiveness of the life of the dunya and the akhirah. Allahumma salli wa sallim wa baraka alayhi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'een O oh Allah, send your sublime peace and blessings and exaltation upon our noble and beloved Prophet Muhammad, your beloved servant and messenger, and upon his purified family and noble companions and all those who follow in his footsteps until the end of time. And may we be included with them and amongst them through your mercy, Ya Arhamar Rahimeen. Ameen. My beloved brothers and sisters and community members, and elders, and uh, all those who, whom I love and have a special place in my heart, my community, I, ra- I remind myself and all of you to be mindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to be mindful of Allah, and that the taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the currency by which we meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and that that taqwa, that lens of iman, that lens of faith, is the lens through which we are guided from the darkness into the light. And that the lens by which with we live in this world and we are guided by in this world with the guidance of revelation and the beloved messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam that helps give us strength and meaning and purpose. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the highest levels of taqwa and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to realize the reality of taqwa through His mercy and grace. Ameen. The Prophet ﷺ, he really gave us beautiful guidance as we are trying to process and continue to process 
the events that occurred one week ago in New Zealand and the shock uh, uh, that occurred to peaceful worshippers as they were in one of the sanctuaries of God, the places of safety, the places of peace, the place of connection, but also the place that reminds us that we are directed towards the Akhirah, that their lives were taken and in reality, they only increased in honor. The Prophet ﷺ, he allows us when we face these things that jar our understanding of the comfort of this world, he gives us the perspective that we need. He he taught his young cousin, Abdullah ibn al-Abbas radiallahu anhumah, deep lessons of iman, deep lessons of faith, in which he said sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Ya ghulam, inni u'allimuka kalimat. O young one, I am teaching you some words. In other words, so pay attention. Ihfadillaha yahfadk. Protect your connection, your relationship with Allah, and He will protect you. Protect your connection to Allah, and you will find Him in front of you. What does that mean? With His support, with His assistance, with His divine grace that He gives to believers. And if you are going to ask, ask of God. Because in reality, everything in creation is limited. There is no power nor ability except by Allah. And sometimes we look at dua as the final thing that we do. We look at dua as a last resort, as if dua and patience are something that are passive, something that only the powerless do. But in reality, patience is very active and patience requires strength. It doesn't mean that a person is passive, but that as they take the means to uh, dealing with a particular situation, they are putting their trust in Allah and recognizing that whatever difficulty they face, they are going to gain reward from their Creator, Jalla Jalalu wa Ta'ala fi وَإِذَا اسْتَعِنْتَ فَاسْتَعِنْ بِاللَّهِ And if you seek assistance, seek assistance in God. When we leave our homes, this is not something to be taken lightly. This is something immensely powerful. That we do the du'as that were taught to us by our beloved Prophet whenever we leave our homes. On good days and bad days. بِسْمِ اللَّهِ آمَنْتُ بِاللَّهِ تَوَكَّلْتُ عَلَى اللَّهِ in the name of God, I believe in God. I put my trust in God. And there is no power nor ability except by Allah. And then reciting Ayatul Kursi, that when a person does this, the angels respond to them and say, you have been guided and you have been sufficed. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is taking complete care of you. We recite Ayatul Kursi, which is a protection. And we do not fear. We put our trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We take precautions. It doesn't mean that a person is foolhardy. It doesn't mean that a person is foolish. We take precautions. We're mindful. 
but we put our trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَعَلَمْ أَنَّ الْأُمَّةَ لَوْ اجْتَمَعَتْ عَلَىٰ أَنْ يَضُرُّوكَ عَلَىٰ أَنْ يَنْفَعُوكَ بِشَيْءٍ لَمْ يَنْفَعُوكَ إِلَّا بِشَيْءٍ قَدْ كَتَبَهُ اللَّهُ لَكَ And know if everyone got together to benefit you in a particular way, they could not benefit you except for what Allah has already decreed for you. وَعَلَمْ وَإِنْ اجْتَمَعُوا عَلَىٰ أَنْ يَضُرُّوكَ بِشَيْءٍ And if everyone got together and plotted against you to harm you, they could not harm you except with something that Allah has decreed for you. And then the Prophet ﷺ says, رُفِعَتِ الْأَقْلَامُ وَجَفَّتِ الصُّحُفِ The pens have been lifted and the ink has dried. In other words, the decree is set. And that does not mean that we do not have some agency in our lives. That there is a balance. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us that agency to use our intellect, to be mindful of our decisions. But there are certain things in your life that are qada and qadar. They are the divine decree. And even if you run away from it, 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 you cannot run away from it. And even if it seems like there's no escape, if it is not written for you, nothing will happen to you. One of the most amazing stories that we've seen from these heroes, that we've seen from these people who have been honored and dignified, and we still call the crime a crime, and we still call the criminal a criminal. But those people have only been increased in their rank with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Their light has only been magnified and intensified. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala spread it and spread the light of truth to all the corners of the earth. But one of the people who was there, his blessed wife, her life was taken. And what amazed me is that this man was in a wheelchair. If you think about it in worldly terms, he is the most likely person to be harmed. He was in a wheelchair and did not even get scratched. And his wife, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have mercy on her and elevate her rank, she came back to the masjid to take him out and her life was taken. But it's one of those things where we recognize that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has a decree and a wisdom and we as believers, we see things through the lens of this hadith. We see things through the lens of the big picture. Yes, it's difficult to process. Yes, it's painful. We are human beings. We struggle. We try to make sense of things. But this is why the mercy of guidance is so beautiful and life-giving and empowering. The Prophet wasallam also said in another uh, uh, narration of this hadith, احفظ الله تجده أمامك تعرف إلى الله في الرخاء يعرفك في الشدة This is beautiful. Get to know Allah. Make yourself known to Allah. Call out to Allah. Pray. Remember Allah. Recite the Quran. Engage in a various number of devotions. Have a heart that is always in a state of remembrance and attachment to the Lord of the heavens and the earth when in times of ease and He will make Himself known to you in times of hardship. Get to know Allah in times of ease and He will make Himself known to you 
in times of difficulty and know that if something struck you, it could never have missed you. And if something missed you, it could never have struck you. And that assistance and victory comes with patience. And that alleviation comes with the calamity. And that with difficulty, there comes ease. Some of the ulama, if I could just ask people to fill in the gaps and move forward. Some of the ulama, when they commented on this ayah in which the Prophet ﷺ is repeating that divine uh, reminder in the ayah where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says the two ayahs فَإِنَّ مَعَ الْعُسْرِ يُسْرَىٰ إِنَّ مَعَ الْعُسْرِ يُسْرَىٰ Truly with hardship there is ease. Indeed there with hardship there is ease. That scholars say that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala didn't say after hardship or eventually there is ease. But what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said with hardship there is ease. That they are so interconnected that it is a guarantee that ease will come. That they are actually, when they descend, when the difficulty descends from the heavens, and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for look, that with it eventually, that is hidden, is the ease. But the ease will definitely manifest if there is a difficulty. And in these times, we need to look back at the stories of the prophets, upon them all be peace. And we need to look back at the stories of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and his companions and recognize that this is part and parcel of the life of the dunya. And this is something that has occurred to the believers in different generations and times and places, starting most intensely with the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and his immediate community of companions. That they went through great difficulties and hardships but they knew that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was with them. And they knew that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would bring His affair to full fruition. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Qur'an, They want to put out the light of God with their mouths. They want to blow out the divine light of God with their mouths. In other words, this light is perfect, and their means of blowing out that light is so imperfect, it will never even affect the light. And Allah says, and Allah will perfect His light. And Allah will, not you or I, not this person or that person, we're not responsible for that. We're responsible for doing the best that we can. And we will see the manifestation of God's promise, bi'idhnillahi ta'ala. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us tawfiq, May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless our community. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us protection and safety and stability. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless all of the kind and courageous souls of our brothers and sisters in humanity from different faiths and different backgrounds and different traditions who have that sound uh, uh, human nature such that they come outside of our doors in support of us, and to put themselves uh, uh, in harm's way, potentially, inshallah will, will protect them, but to be on the front line so that we cannot be harmed. This is a beautiful gesture, and every single one of us should thank those people on our way out and pray for them in our salah.
and pray for their families and their loved ones. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants them the good of this life and the good of the hereafter. And gives them the lights of faith and certainty and nearness to Him. Jalla Jalalu and everlasting uh, uh, felicity. And if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants them that, then He will facilitate all of the means for that to happen. But we should pray for those people and we should ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to, to, to bless them. Naam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Qur'an, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم فإذا قرئ القرآن فاستمعوا له وأنصتوا لعلكم ترحمون وقال تبارك وتعالى فإذا قرأت القرآن فاستعذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم واستعينوا بالصبر والصلاة وَإِنَّهَا لَكَبِيرَةٌ إِلَّا عَلَى الْخَاشِعِينَ بارك الله لي ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا بما فيه من الآيات والذكر الحكيم وأجارنا من خزيه وعذابه الأليم أقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله العظيم لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم إن الحمد لله حمدا يليق بجلال وجهه وعظيم سلطانه اللهم لك الحمد أولا وآخرا ظاهرا وباطنا سبحانك لا نحصي ثناء عليك أنت كما أثنيت على نفسك لا إله إلا الله يا عباد الله إني أوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله لا إله إلا الله All praise belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Let us renew our commitment to that which is good and recognize that although a terrible tragedy has taken place, that this opens doors for conversations. And this opens doors of people's hearts, just like at the Treaty of Hudaybiyah, and I will end with this. At the Treaty of Hudaybiyah, when the Prophet ﷺ and his companions came to Mecca in order to perform the Umrah, the, the, the minor pilgrimage, and then they were uh, uh, held back. And the disbelievers then wanted to negotiate a treaty with them. And the treaty, in a nutshell, was unfair. It was very one-sided towards the disbelievers to the extent that even many of the Sahaba were uh, disheartened. Rasulullah, are we not on the truth and they are upon falsehood? Do we not have rights? And so on and so forth. And the Prophet ﷺ said, this is divinely inspired. God inspired me to agree to these conditions. And do not question that. You will see the results. And shortly thereafter, Allah revealed the verses. What felt like in people's hearts was a loss, was a letdown, was a disappointment. Allah revealed the verses at the beginning of Surah Al-Fatih. إِنَّا فَتَحْنَا لَكَ فَتْحًا مُبِينًا Truly, we have given you a clear victory. And what is the victory? It's not a victory of domination and power. It was a victory in opening the hearts. After the Treaty of Hudaybiyah, many of the Arabian tribes that initially looked at the Muslims as this very strange group of people that are going against the ways of their forefathers, they looked at them as people that they can now have a conversation with. And in those two years after the Treaty of Hudaybiyah and all of the years before, the number of the Muslims doubled. That is the opening. The opening of people's hearts. 
the opening of people's consideration to the truth. But what is our responsibility? Is that we have to live by the beauty of Islam. We have to live by the beauty of the character of the Prophet We have to live the reality of this deen so that it can be reflected onto the souls of our brothers and sisters like those kind and generous people who are standing outside. So it can be reflected onto the souls of people who are hurting and even the souls of people who might be hateful right now that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala heals that and that they are able to then be beloved to their creator, Jalla Jalala. But we have work to do. We have to practice what we preach and live by that. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us tawfiq. وَإِنَّ اللَّهَ أَمَرَنَا بِأَمْرٍ بَدَأَ فِيهِ بِنَفْسِهِ وَثَنَّ بِالْمَلَائِكَةِ الْمُسَبِّحَةِ بِقُدْسِهِ وَوَاجَهَ بِالْمُؤْمِنِينَ تَعْمِيمًا فَقَالَ مُخْبِرًا وَآمِرًا لَهُمْ تَكْرِيمًا وَتَعْظِيمًا إِنَّ اللَّهَ وَمَلَائِكَتَهُ يُصَلُّونَ عَلَى النَّبِي يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا صَلُّوا عَلَيْهِ وَسَلِّمُوا تَسْلِيمًا اللهم صل وسلم وبارك وكرم على عبدك المصطفى سيدنا محمد وعلى آله الطيبين الطاهرين وأصحابه الغر الميامين ومن تبعهم بإحسان وهدى إلى يوم الدين وعلينا معهم وفيهم برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم اغفر للمسلمين والمسلمات والمؤمنين والمؤمنات اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا في مقامنا هذا إلا غفرته ولا هما إلا فرجته ولا حاجة هي لك رضاء إلا قضيتها يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم فرج كروب المسلمين في كل مكان يا أرحم الراحمين Oh Allah, we ask you, O oh most merciful, O oh most generous We ask you, Ya Allah, that you accept the, the, the martyrs who uh, were in your sanctuary in one of your houses with their hearts directed towards you, Ya Arham Ar-Rahimeen. We ask you, Ya Allah, that you elevate their rank and we ask you, Ya Allah, that you give uh, serenity and tranquility and acceptance to their families and that you allow the blessing of their sacrifice and the blessing of them being accepted by you as shuhada flow into their families and their children and their loved ones and that you grant them uh, uh, safety and serenity in this life and honor and reward and elevation in the akhirah. Ya Arham Ar-Rahimeen. We ask you, Ya Allah, that you grant us all the tawfiq to be servants in the best of ways to you, Ya Akram Al-Akrameen. We ask you, Ya Allah, that we all live by the example of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the one whom you said about him, وَإِنَّكَ لَعَلَى خُلُقٍ عَظِيمٍ And you are truly upon a tremendous and lofty character. That we have his character, salawatullahi wa salamu alayhi. That we have his mercy and his concern for creation. And that we return goodness with goodness, ya arham ar-rahimeen. And that we repel evil with goodness, ya akram al-akrameen. And goodness with even more goodness, ya arham ar-rahimeen. We ask you, ya Allah, that you bless all of the people around the city and around the world from our brothers and sisters in humanity who have taken the time and uh, taken the position to stand in defense of 
uh, people praying and of your houses, Ya Akram al Akramin, we ask you, Ya Allah, that you make them beloved to you and that you open the doors of faith for them and that you make them of those brought near to you, Ya Akram al Akramin, and that you give them ease and goodness in this life and, and honor and reward in the hereafter. Ya Akram al Akramin, wa Ya Arham al Rahimin, wa Ya Ajwad al Ajwadin, we ask you, Ya Allah, that you make us all hadin muhtadin, that you make us all guided and a, gui- a reason for guidance for others and a means of guidance for others. Ya Akram al-Akrameen wa Ya Arham al-Rahimeen. And we ask you, Ya Allah, we ask you, Ya Allah, we are all here preparing for the moment that we meet you. And we are preparing for the everlasting life of the hereafter. We ask you, Ya Allah, that you make us all successful. We ask you, Ya Allah, that you make the best of our days, the day that we meet you, Ya Akram al-Akrameen, and that you gather all of us and all of those who have died in your sake and all those who are suffering oppression and all those beloved to the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and of his ummah that we are all gathered under his banner under liwa alhamd and that we all come to the hawd his basin and drink from the water of kawthar all together ya akram al akramin ya ajwad al ajwadin allahumma barik lana fi rajab wa sha'ban wa balighna ramadan fi ahsan hal ya akram al akramin oh allah bless us in what remains of rajab and in sha'ban and allow us to reach Ramadan in the best of states. Ya Akram al Akrameen, wa Ya Arham al Rahimeen, Ibadullah. In Allah, Ya Murubil Adli wal Ihsani wa Ita, Idil Kurba, wa Yanha anil Fasha, Iwal Munkari wal Bari, Yerizukum la Alakum Tadakarun, Fazkurullah al Adima Yadkurkum, Washkuru, Alani Amihi Yazidkum, Waladikrullah, Hi Akbar, Akim Salah.